Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. everyone welcome to another episode of the downswing golf podcast presented by four champ uh i am one of your hosts codename stay and play clay and with me co-hosting without a name no name nick i believe yep still undetermined hit it at the flag stick nick that's about all i got that's pretty that's pretty accurate i've seen you i've seen you do that a time or two well, you know, I'm trying. Sometimes it works. Other times, it's the wrong flagstick. Got guys like you who can shoot at the pins, and then you got me who got just aim for some sort of green. Can be the <laughs> one I may, one on the hole I'm playing on, or maybe another hole. Who knows? Yeah, whatever works. No pictures on the scorecard, <laughs> except for on the front of it. Or the back of it. That's right. It's weird. Weird scorecard designs out there. Uh huh. So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the updated PGA Tour schedule. They kind of released their plan this past week um, about when they're going to start play again and how that's all going to kind of line up all the tournaments that have gotten canceled or reorganized or rescheduled. And then. From that, we're going to kind of talk about how uh, some states are starting to open golf courses up again during this quarantine stay-at-home period that we are in due to this pandemic. And then from there, we'll probably touch on once we're back out playing again. Remember, Nick and I are both in a state that hasn't had golf open up yet. Once we get out and play, what courses we're, we're looking forward to potentially playing this year so? That is the state of things for this episode. Hope you all enjoy it. So let's go and start with that PGA Tour schedule. So this week they announced their proposed schedule where they're going to start play again in June, June 8th, so early mm-hmm. June there. Um, pretty much, most likely, probably going to be the first kind of, well, unless you want to count WWE First sport to actually start its season. Um, so that'll be interesting. I mean, first first sport that we know of, at least. But you look at you know all the other sports like like hockey and basketball and baseball. They haven't really talked about restarting yet, or or how they're going to be able to do it. And also, those sports are you know a little bit tougher to to really justify in this day and age with the whole pandemic where golf is a little a little easier to play because it's not like you're on a team it's not like you have a bunch of different players crashing into each other you know contact sport yeah there's ways to distance in it by nature right and even so even with that pga tour has said that first couple of tournaments there in June will probably not have fans. So that'd be the Charles Schwab Challenge, the RBC Heritage, the Travelers Championship. Those are the June tournaments. 
So having tournaments without fans, but still probably, you know, be shown on TV, right? That That's kind of the point of it. <laughs> yeah. So they're still going to have television crews there, um, you know, besides just the players. But obviously it's just, it's not going to be masses of people, you know, walking around that course or those courses. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting vibe to kind of watch a tournament without a bunch of fans there. You won't hear the baba buoys or the mashed potatoes, <laughs> which exactly. in my opinion is is a good thing. But Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the players think about it, if they can get you know, into their zone or if it helps them just relax or what. Yeah, just it'll be interested to hear what their take is on it. I mean, obviously the courses or the tournaments seem to <clears throat> probably going to lose out on some revenue, so they're not going to be overall happy. But, yeah, I don't necessarily like all the drug fans yelling right after the swings. Uh, not not a fan of that. So it was it was it was funny the first time, like 20 years ago. <laughs> Or whatever yeah. it was, but now it's it's a little much. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny though. Um, just the uh, I think just yesterday or something. Um, I think Brooks Kepka <laughs> kind of was was in an interview and he was talking about the the possibility of having no fans at a tournament. And he he basically said that you're going to see a lot of players miss or or can't find balls because they're you know they're not going to stop you know, in the the crowds or whatever, it's not going to hit someone and just, you know, stay there. It's going to keep, like, going. Yep. You know, and and who knows? These, I mean, these places might not even have stands like they usually do, too. So, you know, they won't have, you know, that to uh, help. Yeah, they don't keep... get all their big old drop zones where they can just bomb away and get a free drop and stuff. Right. So that'll be kind of interesting. It'll be be more like uh, us amateurs in that sense you ever play with the gallery rule you know what i'm talking about uh-uh so gallery rule for for me <laughs> and, and obviously this isn't for you know rounds that you're doing a tournament in or or um or doing a you know handicap kind of round but for kind of social rounds with with buddies um gallery rule is if you hit it you know hit the ball and it's you know it's in that rough like it's it's not that far off the fairway it's in the rough but you just can't find it for whatever reason you know the grass is just super you know they haven't cut the rough grass in like a month right Uh and you just can't find it or if there's like you know leaves like in the fall where it's just hidden under a leaf or something and and you just you just can't find it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um you impose a gallery rule where it's just it's a free drop about where you think it is. Once again, this isn't for like handicap rounds or, or tournament rounds. This is like social rounds, you know, for fun. Yeah. With buddies or whatever. Like if you know if you saw where that ball was off the tee, you saw it land, you know it's there, like in the rough somewhere, but you just cannot find it. Uh-huh. Like the gallery would have been able to spot it. You know, you get kind of give yourself, you know, the a tour player's type of break essentially. Yeah. Like how many times, you know, have have you seen on TV a tour player kind of just slice what not slice, but you know, kind of 
hit a wayward drive or something and it it goes way off into like the fescue or something and it's like there just happens to be a, a gallery like right there yeah <laughs> like, that can just find it or whatever right yeah i mean they have all the volunteers that are in yeah. like the traditional landing areas and so forth so yeah i mean those guys do not lose it's really rare when they lose a ball so that, i do agree that that's makes it different for us normal folks so that that's cool yeah i'll have to we just call it just drop one we're not gonna have you go back and hit another just pace of play right um, yeah it's all about pace of play too yeah just the friendship rule but yeah the gallery rule i like it we have to implement that yeah so so those tournaments in june are most likely not gonna have fans um, I think we're still, I mean, we're still months away from then. So, and a lot of things can change in that time. So we'll see if, if fans kind of return, you know, in July or, or maybe they won't even return until August or so. At some point they will return, but when, uh, I think it's kind of up in the air at this point. But in July you have uh, the Rocket Mortgage Classic, the John Deere, the Memorial Tournament, uh, the 3M, and then you have the WGC and then the Barracuda Championship. Um, nothing nothing really sticks out there, I would say, in my mind. Yeah, except for six tournaments in July. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, final, the final two, sorry, the final two were, um, those run on the same weekend. The Barracuda is an alternate event <laughs> for to the, to the WGC. Those not invited to the WGC. Yeah, those who don't qualify. Um, Some people just don't belong. Yeah. So the WGC is is the premier event for July, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, and then right after that, a week after the WGC is the PGA Championship. I think, and this is kind of a theme with this schedule: is you're gonna you're gonna have like back to back weeks with some, with some big tournaments. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So, so end of yeah. July, early August is WGC and then PGA Championship. So you have your first first major of the season, PGA Championship, early August, mm-hmm. and that's in San Francisco this year, TPC Harding Park. Yep. Which the rice roni treat? It'll be interesting to see when California opens golf back up to the masses. I assume it's going to be before August, but it's still interesting, at least to me. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, everything's up in the air. Just so many question marks. But yeah, it looks like that Barracuda um, is also in California. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, be, being that each state is uh, doing kind of making its own rules and judgments, um, I think they can. And then I guess the PGA Tour just—I don't know if they have to follow those or they'll—they get like a special exemption rule. They can—they can play, but not everyone else can. I don't know. But being that most things are starting to open here in the next few weeks. Months. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, it'll depend on. I think for the PGA Tour, 
and, and for them to even release the schedule, they they've had to have contact with probably governments in each state, and just to get an idea of of when things will open up if they haven't opened up already. Um, I don't think they would have released the schedule without doing that due justice or due diligence. I mean, you'd like to think so. You'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in charge, they didn't just make it yeah. up, right? Yeah, this seems good. We should we'll we'll put this tournament there. That sounds good. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I, but I think their biggest thing is not necessarily going to be golf courses um, because you can you can still you know make an exception for like a single golf course or something in a state for something like this. I think the biggest thing will be um, in terms of just crowd gathering. If the state allows, you know, so many um, people to be gathered in a place. Yeah. I think that'll be the biggest thing for it. And that will also determine whether or not fans will be able to be in attendance for that. Yeah, exactly. At this point, that seems to be the biggest, you know, when, when will people be allowed to get in on the course and watch so to be determined to be determined for sure absolutely i mean we're still months away from from this we're well i guess we're we're one and a half months away from the start of this season but so so the pga championship kicks off august and then basically the end of august there you have you have Wyndham Championship, the Northern Trust, BMW Championship, and then the Tour Championship. So the end of the season, the playoffs, will finish off August. So essentially in this this 2019-2020 season of golf, we're only going to have one major, and that's yeah. the PGA Championship. And that's coming like pretty much right at the end of that so-called season. Mm-hmm. You go PJ Championship, and basically, like just a couple weeks after, you know, two weeks after, you're all all of a sudden you're you're in the playoffs or whatever. So, so for for players who are trying to get into the playoffs for the PGA Tour, like they're not going to have a whole lot of chances to to really make their case, right? Yeah, definitely. They have less opportunities, that's for sure. I mean, they're less events, and um, yeah, and then not everybody's going to be in the PGA Championship. Not everybody's going to be in the WGC, things like that. So it's just, you're really, with it, everything condensed, people are, they're going to have to figure out a way to get hot sooner rather than later. Yeah, and especially those those big events you know the majors there's only one of them like and those offer the most fedex points yeah so like and those are those are your those are your money makers those are the ones that can really kind of make or break your chances of making into the into the playoffs so even if you are in the pga championship you make that field you know if you get cut that was your that was your one opportunity yeah See ya, bye. See ya, bye. The old trunk slammer. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting how that all kind of plays out. It's it's going to be a sprint for sure. Yeah. So exactly. After the playoffs, after we find out who's our 
Tour Champion or FedEx Cup Champion. Mm-hmm. We basically start the new season basically right away. The twenty the twenty 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 one PGA Tour season, the fall portion of the wraparound schedule, which is it's, it's taken on a whole new meeting meaning with this whole pandemic. <laughs> yeah. But so we we start it, and so you got the Safeway Open in September, and then you have the next two events mid September are the U.S. U.S. Open and the Ryder Cup, back to back weeks. Yeah. So similar to the WGC and the PGA Championship being back to back, you have the U.S. Open, which will be the first major of the next season, and then the next week the Ryder Cup. That's pretty. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, I guess interesting way to think about it, and it goes those points go for next season's FedEx Cup points. But yeah, I mean it's still like I mean it's still the 2020 U.S. Open. I mean it's still this year, um, but it goes for the 2021 points. Um, so you're gonna have you're gonna have two two U.S. Opens count for the 2021 season essentially. Yeah, in terms of points the way they're putting it out there now yeah yeah the way we understand it yeah today as it currently stands yeah i don't know i mean i don't know if i like that i think they should just you know maybe it just doesn't count for fedex cup points or something maybe it just you know until this season officially starts off there in december or whatnot um yeah, some of these other tournaments in September and October just, you know, they don't go towards FedEx Cup points or something. Yeah, I'm, tr- um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, if there's a possibility, and maybe I missed it, but I wonder if there's a possibility where they might hold off on the FedEx Cup for this year. Like, they'll still have that the Tour Championship and the BMW Championship, like the playoffs. Or maybe the maybe those playoffs won't even be playoffs. They'll just be. No, they're going to be playoff events. Because like, there's a possibility you could have just done those tournaments, like the playoff tournaments, as just tournaments, and then, and then basically have two years of a FedEx Cup. Yeah, but. But that would also be doing. You know, you'd have two U.S. Opens counting towards it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, glad I don't have to make those decisions. <laughs> that's why. That's why we're not making the big bucks, right? Yeah, we're just the we're just the fanboys. Just the fanboys watching to see what they do. I think but, that's yeah. that's your new Nick. That's your new nickname, Nick. Fanboy Nick. Ooh, I don't know if I like that. I don't really like it either, but <laughs> <laughs> figured I'd throw it out there. You got to keep trying. I mean, I'm right. open to suggestions. Spitball but, in here. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what, uh, I mean, I just, it'll be nice to just get back to some golf. That's the biggest thing that I was looking forward to is just, uh, seeing those guys compete and, you know, watching a little bit over the weekends, you know, watching the highlights and yeah, catch, listening to golf channel, summarize who who's hot, who's not, who's, yeah, I mean, I think all of us, just sports in general, I mean, I don't know. 
it's just something to keep you entertained a little and now yeah. we've just been missing out on it. Yep, for sure. I think I think people would take it a lot easier if uh if we had like live sports going on, but Yeah. So it'll be nice when when the PGA tour resumes with or without fans. They'll give us some new stuff to talk about and events going on and everything else. It'll, it'll feel like this this world is is kind of getting back to normal a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is just again, we've said it before, but just unprecedented. Just every never seen anything like it in our lifetimes hopefully never have to see anything like it again i mean it's just hopefully it's just a once in a lifetime or one-time thing and not the but i just don't necessarily know that i from what they say hard to know if we'll ever get back to the way it was you know just three months ago like kind of there's going to just be this new new abnormal normal yeah but we'll see (laughs) yeah i mean Everything can change pretty quickly, so. Yeah, and it did. And it did. Sure it did. But, yeah, I mean, sports are just a small, small thing. Obviously, we want people to be healthy and safe, but uh, it definitely brings entertainment to us. And, you know, we're, we're going to eventually run out of stuff to talk about if there's no, nah, no P- way. PGA Tour. No way. <laughs> talk for days. Yes. We'll find stuff. Yeah. So, so October really doesn't have any big tournaments. You have the WGC at the end of it. Um, and then in November, the big one is the Masters. That's yeah. going to be... So, once again, similar to the U.S. Open, you're going to have, I assume, two Masters tournaments counting towards the next season's FedEx Cup. You'll have the November Masters, and then I'm assuming they're going to do the Masters again in, in April, return to their regular scheduled programming. I don't think November Masters is going to be a a new normal. No, I don't I doubt that they would do that. They they want to they're they're nothing if not all about tradition and owning that first weekend of or beginning of April being that so. first major of the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I but, agree. So it will be it will be fun to uh watch the masters you know at this type of year just something yeah what is it november 9th through the 15th yep yeah so So, just two weeks before thanksgiving yeah i was gonna say can you imagine watching the masters on thanksgiving day yeah that'd be that'd be that would be lovely (laughs) (laughs) i mean would you would you watch the masters thursday round opening round of the masters or would you watch yes thanksgiving whatever day whatever football? <laughs> um definitely the masters oh yeah absolutely once in a lifetime absolutely so and then after that it's just kind of business as usual uh after the masters there you just you have some tournaments and then the the new season or well not the new season but then you're basically getting back the into next. January and and assuming the regular scheduled you know tournaments kind of begin to happen. Uh-huh. So that's that's the PGA Tour outlook. 
It's going to be interesting to see if it plays out how they've laid it out, when or if fans come back, which tournament that happens. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just kind of seeing how how it feels to have those major tournaments, the U.S. Open, the well, the PGA Championship is, I feel like, unchanged because for so many years that was in August. It spent one one year in May last yeah. year, and then now it's back in August. Uh-huh. So exactly. that'll, that'll feel familiar, but the U.S. Open in September and then the Masters in November, I think, are going to be pretty interesting to the vibe for that yeah yeah that'll be where it's not gonna feel the way it used to yeah but for all those things to happen that means states are gonna have to start opening back up their golf courses although there's plenty of states that do have the golf courses open there mm-hmm. aren't certainly i don't know 10 10 or 12 states that that don't right now Mm-hmm. However, that seems to be changing pretty quickly here. We know our state, Wisconsin, is going to be opening up golf courses at the end of April here. Yeah. About a week away. Five That's, days. Yeah. Friday at, yeah, Friday at 8 a.m. You have a tea time at 8 a.m.? I do not. I was going to wait till it warms up at like, go take the afternoon off and go yeah. out at one. I'll let everyone else fight it, fight it over in the morning. Yeah. But you're gonna you're gonna go the twenty fourth. Hex yeah, hex yeah. Been been waiting five months to play. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm uh, I'm a little undecided if I want to hit up that first day because I just assume there's gonna be a crap ton of people which will completely who will completely disregard social distancing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I don't really want to deal with that noise, so I might I might just do it sometime that weekend rather than quote unquote opening day for us. Yeah. And I kind of figured a weekday would be less than the weekend. Like every, yeah, true. Every Tom, Dick and Harry is going to be out there on Saturday. Um, true. So, and then I'll let the, the diehards play at 8am when it's cold. And then some people are going to play after work at five. So I'm going to, yeah. ch- I'm going to try to squeeze there in the middle. Yeah. I'm I'm undecided. I might I might go that route. We'll see. Okay. See what I do. But so Wisconsin said they were gonna open up courses. They they were extending their the stay at home order through May essentially, but they're gonna open up courses end of April here. Minnesota is now. I think their courses are now open. They open this weekend, and they announced that after Wisconsin decided to open. And then mm-hmm. New York, I believe, um, is going to open up some courses or allow some courses to open. Yeah, it's been hard to follow, like, every single state by state. Yeah, I mean, there's, um, what, 50 states? I mean, there's just – it's just so much. You know, New Mexico, they <laughs> they're, they opened up two weeks ago, but uh, West Virginia, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're still undecided. Yeah, I – I know Iowa was open because I was yeah. going to drive down there one of these weekends, and some of their border courses were you had to be a resident, but not all of them. So there was ways to yeah. ways around that. So, I, um, but yeah, that's about uh, 
the extent of what I had followed. Yeah, in terms of, you know, the Midwest here, you know, with us being in Wisconsin, I believe Iowa and Indiana have been really the only states that have been open. Um, but then Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan have been closed. But now Wisconsin's opening, Minnesota's open. I don't know about Illinois, if they've made any decisions. I, I, I'm i assuming if, if they don't open, we're going to see some, at least down by me here, we're going to see some uh, some travelers yeah, come up. coming up. Yeah. And then Michigan, that, I mean, I'd, I'd be kind of surprised if they don't open up, but they haven't yet. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't have it projected at this point. Yeah, well, it's all it's all based on you know numbers for each state in terms of how this this virus is you know going. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's tougher for you know states like New York to open because of New York City being absolutely ravaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have. And then you have all the states essentially that border New York. It's tough for them to really open because then you just have people from New York traveling, right, to like Pennsylvania and Massachusetts and stuff like that. And you don't want to you don't want to have that risk. And that's essentially yeah. why like Maine said they're not going to open them back up because they have just in that part of the country so many people come to Maine um, during this, you know, during the summer, it's just seasonal kind of migration to their, you know, second homes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they don't want to, you know, have that really happen or whatever. They don't want to take on that risk right now. Yeah. Cause it would just give them another excuse, you know, if they open up courses for people to come. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they want to limit some some of it, but not all of it. I mean, because again, same with the PGA Tour opening. It's just kind of it is if done right, it's one of those activities that people one one of the things we can do that um, instill respect the um, the distancing. So it's like, and obviously the courses want to do it. I mean, every yeah, they want to get money. Yeah, but just all about keeping people safe. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with, like, not having driving carts, um, no pins, no pro shops, things like yeah. that seem to seem to make sense around here. So I'm fine. I mean, I like to walk, so you know, yep. I'm still able, able to walk. So Yeah, yeah, I just, I just hope that people kind of take that seriously because from what I've seen, they haven't. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Especially, on, I mean, especially on the course, like it's so easy to to socially distance yourself on a course, and yet, you know, you see people kind of bunching up at tee boxes and stuff like that, and it's just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Who knows if they're doing it because they to just because they don't give a shit, or if they're I, actually I like, so. <laughs> or if they're or if they're forgetting. You know, sometimes it's like it's just weird Habit. to like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can I can understand it, you know, can be habit, but still like I feel I feel like it's 
it, it's we're not new to this in terms of this whole it's it's not like this virus has just popped up on us just now um yeah know, like just last week or something we've been we've been doing this for months so like we we should kind of have it ingrained in at it. home yeah well yeah just yeah. at home or just kind of in like we're working at home you know we've been doing that for for a while now um so like we kind of should have some of that kind of ingrained in us right now yeah to an extent yeah it's been what i think my first day home from work was the 18th so yeah. that what's that that's today uh today's the 19th so a month a month ago essentially but but yeah and we've been going to like grocery stores and We've been, you know, trying to keep our distance at grocery stores. It's not like we haven't, you know, been doing that type of stuff. So, like, a golf course should be no different. You should treat it pretty much the same. And really, it should be so much easier because you're not cramped into grocery store aisles. You have a big freaking fairway, you know, you know, big yeah. area to kind of, I don't know. I just, I just hope people take it seriously because if they don't and – pictures get out you know we're gonna have our governors basically close it right back up yeah exactly yeah that would be just awful i can't even i don't even want to think about that like don't like basically <laughs> don't be stupid like don't give them a reason to to close it back up yeah essentially so like if you see people like not doing it you know not social distancing like call them out out there and i'm sure there's gonna be people who are like i don't think this is real and you know idiots like that but for the most part yeah i feel like people should be understanding yeah exactly yeah i mean there was the first few weeks everybody thought it was like oh this is just like the seasonal flu but i think now people understand i well, mean all, all <laughs> they these should things, they should know by now <laughs> all these things would be closing if it was if that yeah. was the case. So, I mean, obviously no one likes it the way it is, but, um, right. Yeah. Um, they're getting used to it. So hopefully not no bad apples ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah. So when you do get out this, this Friday, yep. where are you going to go? What are you going to hit? What courses I'm are you going, planning to I'm play? Going, I'm going to my home course. I going to our home course. Are they Indiana. open? They're going to be up, open up there. You don't yeah. have snow? You don't have four to six feet of snow? Nope. Oh, we're 99% clear right now. I mean, because, nice. yeah, what, last Sunday we got six inches. So now it's all it's all open, though. I mean, I and then so I've been talking to the head pro, and, yeah, we're going to – they're going to open her up. And so um, nice. I'm just going to go down the road and, you know, park in my new parking spot. That's the the – for the prize for winning the club championship oh, like, is fancy. You, get, you get your name on the on the front row parking spot there. Is that your first time you won it there? At there at Indian Head. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, because you just moved by there, so Yes. So that's because that hasn't always been your home course, right? No, I was mostly at Pine Valley right. previously. Not not the Pine Valley folks. <laughs> not not the famous Pine Valley. <laughs> The other. The other. The Wisconsin the High Valley. Which is so much better. Yeah. Something. <laughs> something. Right. You can actually get onto that course. Exactly. 
yeah, it's um, but I like that name. It was, always felt cool going to Pine Valley, and, right? Um, but yeah, and I liked it. I mean, just it was fun to mix it up. I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah, actually, I, I played a lot of like I kind of went to a lot of those courses around there. I didn't really go to. I mean, obviously, I had league at Pine Valley, but other than that, I tried to go to a bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a couple of them very similar. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Pine Valley better. The front nine, I like the front nine Indian head, but I don't know about that back nine. The back it's, nine is, I, I absolutely sucks. detest that back nine. <laughs> it sucks. That's that. That's the, uh, that's the back nine there where I had my closest chance at a hole in one. Yeah. I remember talked about that a couple episodes ago. Uh huh. Yeah. And that, so that made it, I, I mentioned how I was playing terribly there. So if I would have like gotten a hole in one when I was playing like absolute crappy, and not only that, but <laughs> in a, on a on a back nine that I absolutely detested, <laughs> like that's why I was kind of happy I didn't get one. You know? Yeah, you don't want to have that that memory. memory. Nine. It's like oh, I did it there. Yeah, like I'm not. It wasn't even like. I don't know how happy I, w- I could have been if I would have gotten that. Like, I would have, I, I think I would have been just in, I mean, I would have been happy, but I would have just been like in, like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, this is, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. This is a dumb way to get it. Yeah. You can always be disgruntled. I mean, I, yeah. I personally, I, I I'll, take, I'll take anything I can get, but um, the, yeah, yeah that, it, it would be a kind of a mixed bag of feelings to just detest the, the the, bar, the the nine holes that you you got a hole in one on because then you got to go back and play there and reminisce and you never really just don't want to go back there yeah but yeah, yeah where, so where are you gonna play I haven't made up my mind yet um, but I'm thinking I'll play I I'm I'm in between a couple courses because like one one course is a little bit better shape in general than the other one. But it it is also a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love playing that course. But for the first time out after this quarantine, and it's not like I haven't been hitting balls. I have, but at the same time, I kind of want to go to maybe a more shorter course. It's just not as well kept or whatever. So I may do that one just to kind of ease into it a little bit. I want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose all all ten golf balls that I have in my little my golf ball bay, you know, (laughs) (laughs) on the, on the first hole. Yeah. You know, just wait, wait for at least a week or something. Right. The hard, hard course. Well, it's not necessarily hard. Just, I just, I just don't want to, I just want to ease into it, you know? Yeah. No, it makes sense. I get you. Yeah. So I'll probably do, I'm thinking I'll probably do Grant Park. Which is basically right on Lake Michigan here. Nice. Most of the most of the courses I play are Milwaukee County courses, so Yeah. But never never played too much down there. Yeah. But Yeah, I was hoping to this year I was hoping to maybe get up and do a Brown Deer golf course. Yeah. That'd be a cool one. Yeah. It's my cousin says he gets out there occasionally and he'll go there at lunch and practice from when he's working and stuff 
Yeah. The the only issue with going to that one for me is it's on the other side of the city. So I live like on the south side. Yeah. That's like kind of way up on the north side. So like it's not as as easy to get to for me. But yeah. But it's a great it's a great course though. It's I mean held the Greater Milwaukee Open for so many years. Tigers first pro tournament there. That's right. Claim to fame. Claim to fame. Little name drop. Yeah. You, you know, if I have a chance to name drop Tiger Woods, I'm going to do it. Eldrick. <laughs> Eldrick. The man. Did you know I once stood like 15 feet away from Eldrick? I heard that. <laughs> I have heard that before. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we locked eyes, too. Yeah, wasn't it, was it like, like at a practice round or something? Yeah, I think so. It was like practice round last year at the Masters. No big deal. You know, just... Just another Monday. Yeah, whatever. just another Monday. I'm pretty sure we locked eyes. He was probably like, yeah. who is that crazy dude? It's like, Tiger! Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. That's exactly. So, that's yeah. the state of the PGA Tour, the state of states. Yeah. And also the state of how we are going to start our golf season this year out on the course. Yeah, well, let's finish it up with uh, if you could play anywhere or where. Where are your? Do you have any goals for the year of where you want to play? Where like where top, I want to play? Top three or something like that. You're, yeah, you know, you're really trying to get to. Uh, man, I you know, with 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 this whole pandemic, I've pretty much thrown everything out <laughs> in terms of that. Yeah. Um. I figured most of my most of my golfing will be done locally rather than trying to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if I do. Um, once again, maybe maybe it'll just be to maybe it'll be to golf at Brown Deer more often. Maybe that'll be it. But I, I feel like for me, I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be next year is gonna kind of be when I'm gonna do more of that type of higher end course like kind of try and play get back to it yeah I think this year for me this year is gonna be I think just kind of playing locally and and the lessons that I'm doing and just trying to get better I think that's kind of the goal for me so we'll see how about you um, yeah, I mean, I've been wanting to go back to Sand Valley now um, and play the either um, Mammoth Dunes or the Sandbox. Yeah, they have, um, those are both new, right? Yeah, I mean, last year, maybe they're, it was, they're already in their second year, but I went and played the original Sand Valley a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, and it's just amazing. It's definitely a little slice of heaven up here in, up in the North Woods yeah. there. I would, I would, um, that's a course I want to get up and, and play, so... If you head over there and you need you need a playing partner to stay six feet away from at least, let me yeah. know. There's no one that I'd rather stay away from than you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right because I'll I'll just I'll just slice my ball far away from yours. Uh huh. It'll be easy um, easy peasy. Hex yeah. Um, and then so yeah, get over there play. But um, yeah, I think but then like that. That one is normally 300 bucks, but then if you go, like, late season, like, you know, 
after September or something, the prices start to drop. So that would probably be late season. And then I was seeing on here, I wanted to play in the state open. It's at Blue Mound in Huahuatosa. Is it in Blue Mound? I thought it was at Milwaukee CC. That's the state amateur. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, And the state amateur is the same weekend as my Mark Zelich Golf Classic. Uh, Yeah. Um, So I can't do that. So now I'm looking at the state open, whatever, just get back out there against the best in the state. Um, So there I'd like to play. Um, And then I've been trying to get over and play Eau Claire Country Club. My cousin's a member there and – well, he was last year. It was his first year, and we just couldn't couldn't make it work. So I'm trying to commit to doing that this year. Play a little ECCC. ECCC? Yes. Eau Claire Country Club. So that's kind of on my agenda. So, and then, but yeah, I'm sure I'll be doing a lot of local stuff, and I mean, I always like to go down to Century World. I mean, their practice facilities, top-notch, yeah. top-notch. Top-notch, for sure. Um, so get a little of that going. and Yeah, but just uh, really excited for this Friday. So get the got to get that first one out. Get, the, get that first one done. It'll be nice to swing. I've been hitting in my garage pretty much every day, but uh, nothing like getting out there. Right, it's one thing to hit in your garage or hit on the range or hit on a simulator. It's another thing to actually be on the course and and actually play in for real. Yeah, I mean, I hope I don't. Sometimes you got to be careful. You don't want to in the garage or like into a net. You you don't want to get bad habits. Right. Um, and uh, and then because you don't see where it's going, so but then by the time you're out on the course, it's like damn where did that come from yeah, it's, right because yeah you kind of ingrained it indoors so well yeah. awesome we'll see but we shall see so it sounds like next week we get to we get to start talking about how we're playing exactly next next episode so that'll be fun to start actually talking about about real our own real golf instead of instead of just hypotheticals hypotheticals and and just quarantine talk and stuff like that so yeah that's what to look forward to in our next episode and hopefully many future episodes but until until then until next time i am staying play clay and we have no name nick i believe still (laughs) hit it at the nick the stick nick the stick Hit at the flag stick, Nick. Mm-hmm. We're and we're we're signing off. See you, folks. Arno Palmer is the master champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice, and it's a good one too. Huh. Yes, sir.